0: Hello, and welcome to the ASMR special for Queer and Pleasant Strangers. That's ASMR, and not a weird angel thing. Indeed. We're definitely doing this for, you know, artistic design reasons, you know, we thought it'd be a good episode. And not because we've both fucked our throats. Exactly. And when I say that, I mean like with coughing and stuff. Yes, not the other possible. Def- definitely, this is a sexy thing or a make your hair on your neck tingle thing, mm. and definitely not just because we fucked our voices up a little bit. A little bit, yes. So welcome to the Queen Pleasant Strangers ASMR special, mm. where all of our most abrasive voices will be toned down just a little bit, soft, soothing, relaxation. <sighs> ah. <laughs> Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura-Kate Magnadale. And I'm not Jane Harris Magnadale. And welcome to an episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. We're your host, two queer trans ladies. We do a little podcast where we talk about our week and what we've been up to when we do silly voices and skits. Except fewer silly voices this week. Because we're on week two of struggling voice time. Mm. We've both had a bit of a throat illness. Yes, I've got less squeaky. Yeah, yesterday was a real squeaky day. Today I have the regular, like the the middle tones back Ooh. but i can't go too low or too high i uh, just i'm stuck in this range i've got a lot more resonance than i'm used to yeah it's it's the voice is, is still on its way back but we're going to do an episode it might yeah. just be a little gentle of an episode. And perhaps a bit shorter. I might It might be a bit of a short one. We're, we're a bit ill and could do with the rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get right into it then. What have you been playing this week? I have played a huge amount of Deep Rock Galactic. You have? How has that been going? I am now up to level 76 out of 100 in the battle pass, the season pass. Wow. Wow. And they're estimating the new season's going to start in April, so hopefully I will have finished everything. I don't think I've ever played that much of a battle pass. I I got my emo comb-over hair. Yay, you got your emo hair. Yeah, that was the important one. I was like, I have to have the emo hair. Yeah. I I have it. I'm glad. I have emo dwarves now. There has been so much game in this game that you did not pay for that was just part of Game Pass. There's a lot of game in here. There's a lot of game. They have been very generous with the amount of game in mm-hmm. this game. I have gamed mightily. Yay! Yeah, it's... it's, it's I feel like the intense playing is probably going to fall off a bit once the new season starts. Yeah. It's going to take some time to not for a bit. I mean, getting into a game that intensely, it happens sometimes. I personally know this at the moment. Aww. You know, it's... Well, that sounds like a segue. Oh, are we going to segue already? Yeah, that's it. That's well, segue. I'm still playing Pokemon. It's the main what? thing I'm playing. Which yeah, Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus. Um, so I have caught one of every Pokemon. I have like six Pokemon left to to get to level ten on their deck entries to get my shiny charm, um, which is going to take me like a couple of hours at most. I've done all of the main story and all of the post game content, and I have perfect grades for research on a good handful of Pokemon and I have like 85 shiny Pokemon already and I am still envisioning spending hours with this game Tick boxing all the little tasks on my decks because now my I've organized my boxes and all of my Pokemon are neatly organized in their Pokedex order and I know that there's space for all of them because I have all the ones in the decks now, and I'm just going through being a little methodical Pokemon researcher, and I love this video game. It is, I th- I I think there is no doubt it is my favorite Pokemon game. Yay! And as someone that has had an obsessive level interest in this v- this series for years, to to Get the top spot for my favourite series. It's a very good video game. I like it a lot. Nice. I'm very, 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 very into it. Mm-hmm. Yay! I'm glad you're enjoying the thing. Yeah, and I mean... So many other people are enjoying the thing. It's, it's been... People who've been outweighed from the series. It's It's been so nice not being the only person excited about a Pokemon game several weeks after it's come out, Um, to still be playing it. Like... This is the first Pokemon game in the seven and a half years that Podquisition's been a thing, that all three Podquisition hosts have really enjoyed the same Pokemon game. Um, Conrad and Steph are still streaming it weeks after it came out. Nice. That's, it's very nice for the thing I like to be the thing everyone's talking about. Heck yeah. It reminds me of being a kid and getting really into Pokemon originally when it was the cultural phenomenon, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like the, everyone likes the thing I like. I'm part of the in-crowd again. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, there is one quest in that game that can only be completed by reading a book in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, a game that was not very good and not very well liked. Don't put a quest in your game that you have to play a different game to complete the quest. Please, no. That's that's not nice design. That's not nice design. No. Um, So, yeah, not much else to say on that other than Pokemon good, Pokemon real good. Um, I've started an article I want to write at some point that's like, this game is great. There are things I want to see change going forward, and these are them, but it is great. And I've been starting work on that. But, like, I love this game very much. Yeah. What about you? What have you been playing? Uh, we, pl- well, I played uh, through uh, a game of Great Western Trail Solo. Ooh. Gave the Automa a go. How did that go? Um. Yeah, it was... A lot quicker, certainly, than that first game we played. Um, The scores were much closer together. Mm. And although I lost, I was only like... I think there was like six points in it. Yeah. Uh, Although I only scored like five points more than I did in that much longer game that we played. Um, There was a lot less checking rules stuff. Um, There was... More sort of care to refine hands and like look at how things were doing I didn't get a huge amount of building done I would like yeah, to, but I think that was mostly to do with which characters came out uh yeah. of the bags there wasn't a lot of um you you work with what you've got yeah there wasn't a lot of um builders coming out of the bags into the job market, so I wasn't able to um do a lot of that, but I got a, a full set of cowboys at one point. Although mm. I then pumped them out into to um, into the stations, mm. so there wasn't a huge amount of chance to uh, to do that stuff. Mm. Yeah, it was it was fun. Yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? What about me? Um, I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Uh, um and I'll probably talk about the plot a little bit more next week, because this will be going up for um, Patreon people before the game is out, and I don't want to talk about spoilers this er- uh, this early, but um, I, wa- I want to keep my review thoughts on it really short. Um, if you played the original Horizon Forbidden uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and you really enjoyed that game, and it was exactly your kind of open world, you're gonna love this. This is more of the same. It is That same structure of open world, it's a bit more polished, it's a bit more refined, there's a few nice quality of life changes, but it's fundamentally that game you enjoyed before with a new story in a new setting, go play some more of it. If you did not like the first, I don't think what is here will convert you into enjoying it now. I think that fundamentally you will either gel or not with this series' approach to open world design where there are constantly a million things to be doing, and uh, an ever-growing list of the millions of things you could be doing, and that's either going to be great for you or it's going to be overwhelming, and this sequel will not change where you fall on that spectrum, probably. Um, That being said, absolutely gorgeous video game. Um, I've played the uh, PS5 version, I've played the PS4 version, um, it... It is a good-looking game both ways round. I get the impression this was built for PS4 and pushed up to PS5 rather than PS5 game. They chiselled bits away from to wedge it on PS4. Um, it's got that sort of feel. Um, the narrative is, I think, the most interesting thing about it. Um, I have not finished the story so far, but it feels like a natural, con- uh, a natural continuance of the last game whilst also being very relevant to the state of the world today. Um, it's very well acted, I have some problems with the accessibility support in the game being a bit lackluster compared to other Sony first-party studios games, mainly lack of high contrast mode support is a weird lack, um, lack of, like, there's a lot of like little things like, yeah, there's more subtitle customization than there was in the first game, but... Definitely not up to the standard of other Sony titles. Uh, There's nice stuff like co-pilot mode being in there, which is really appreciated. Um, I don't like how the aim assist feels. It doesn't sort of lightly magnetise you to where you're supposed Mm. to be aiming. It magnetises your projectile once you've sent it, so you might not look like you're aimed in the right place, but the thing will still hit the target, and that feels weird. I know some people prefer that, but mm, not for me. It's more Horizon. It was a very good game, and it's more of another very good game if you have a lot of time to sink into a big open world. Um, they still haven't fixed the waypoint pathfinding, it doesn't work in dungeons, that's weird. That There's just a lot of stuff where they put it in, it feels like, to tick accessibility boxes without going, how will the disabled user be using this in practice, and are we filling that need? Like, yeah, you can make very faint outlines always show up where you can climb, why is there not an option to make them very bright and vibrant? Um, waypoint checkpointing. Why is there not an option to do it in dungeons? It it feels a bit laissez-faire on that, but it's a good game. It's a good open-world shoot stuff with a bow and arrow as a strong lady game. Nice, yeah. Uh, What about you? What else have you played? I've been playing some uh, The Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom, which recently came to Game Pass. That's an amazing game name. It is. I get the impression it is a sequel of some sort, but I could not tell you what to, because I've never heard of it before. Well, how is this one so far? um, It seems fine. I'm not very far into it. Yeah. Yeah. it advertises itself as having some like base building mechanics and some upgradey stuff, and uh, being about shooting zombies and and monster things. But also, there are other monsters that are your friends. Okay. Um, so it starts off, uh, some bad person turns up and uh, destroys a thing. They are trying to. Make the MacGuffin... Get the four bits of the MacGuffin to do uh, bad thing. Oh, I see. Getting the MacGuffin bits. Exactly. Um, there are monsters who are your friends. And they all seem like quite cool character designs. Then there are these four kids who are... Uh, they they all have slightly different basic weapons. Mm. And they are bumbling around town, like the, the main one from the... the all of the uh, trailers Mm. as like a baseball batty swings around there's a girl with a power glove thing that shoots um, bullets Hmm. and yeah you you go around you sometimes you're uh, blowing up bits of street scenery like letterboxes and stuff and gathering uh, nuts which you use to upgrade things at your treehouse you build new uh, blueprints Periodically, you will go into a uh, like a wave based uh, defense thing where you are protecting your treehouse from hordes of zombies, mm. and while also running out around in front of your treehouse, mm. um, the different types of um, turrets that you have um, researched already will be available to use to defend your base, mm. and then later on you can upgrade those and make them stronger and better. While also running around in front and blatting zombies that are getting a bit too close, yeah. so it's um there's a lot going on in it. Yeah. Um, at the moment, the sort of the 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 primary thing is the take your kids potentially in a in a group of four with other people online. Yeah. And um, go do some sort of brawling and shooting at, in a sort of top-down isometric type thing. Okay. And that's just fine. Combat doesn't feel particularly yeah. exciting. And I don't know if it's going to get better later on, but for what I've played so far, it's felt a bit like, okay, sure. But I'm curious. Mm. I'm going the- to go look more at it. The way you describe this reminds me of a roguelike I played on Game Pass that involved a magician with cards. And I don't remember the name of it, but it'll be easy enough to find. Um, where, like, the- I had nothing actively bad about it Mm. but i was like it's fine there are better things in this genre i could be playing that be more satisfying and i'm intrigued but i don't know whether i want to keep playing because it's just fine in a genre that has good stuff and i don't know if that's i mean i i haven't seen a game that wants to do this and maybe somebody will be able to tell us in the comments that these these sorts of things are being done better in other places Okay, so it's it's not that it's being done better elsewhere, it's just, eh, it's doing it fine here. A lot of the things that appeal to me about it are stuff that I used to, like, play in games on Congregate a lot. Mm. But I haven't really seen in what would, I guess, be a commercial release. Yeah. And the idea of sort of jamming those things together is really good. Um, Occasionally we even get in a car, in, in like, a vehicle and can run zombies down. And again, that's. Fine. It yeah. took a little bit of getting used to the steering on that. but so It's it's mixing interesting ideas together, but the execution of them of all is uh, execution of each the, one. Most of them are fine. Yeah. The, the primary one where you are literally just running around blacking zombies, yeah. the camera feels too close in. But I think mm. that is partly to do with them trying to hide stuff around the map. Yeah. Um, So it's like, oh, you're going to have to work out how to get to that thing. Oh, you just walk around that car and there's a way to Ah. it from the other side. Um, But otherwise it feels like really, really zoomed in for what I'm used to these days. Yeah. Um, It's not quite like Diablo-esque because it doesn't have... um, it doesn't have like the random loot stuff with it. Yeah. You're mostly just picking up pizza for health and um, nuts to upgrade stuff and use as currency. Mm. And then eventually, you're sort of potentially finding chests that might have a blueprint in. And then when you get a blueprint, you can take it back home and, and build that blueprint into armor or wear a new type of weapon or a new type of turret. Mm. But um, yeah, the, I mean the the tower dispense stuff was fine. The upgrade system was fine the um hub world was quite interesting um The maps themselves are quite interesting, but just that just that core thing of top down isometric um shooting doesn't and maybe it's just a single player thing maybe it would be better with friends but if, if it has cross-play between know. PC and Xbox, I'm happy to try it in multiplayer with you and see if that improves maybe, maybe. it at all. Maybe. We shall see. We've got, yeah. some, we got some time over the weekend, perhaps. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah. What about you? What else have you been playing? Uh, I think that's it for me, really. I've just been trying to get through Horizon ready for the end of this week so I can talk about it in some depth. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a big week trying to get through Horizon and Pokemon. AIA well, is up now. People can look yeah, at AIA. People can go check out my accessibility episode that Jane edited about Horizon Forbidden West accessibility review. Go give that a read, uh, a, a watch. Um, but yeah, next week once the game is out, I will be a bit more free to talk about some of the plot elements, and that's the stuff I really want to dig into mm-hmm. that I've been pushing through to try and get to the end of just to talk about those. Mm um but yeah i think that's everything i've played this week well then <gasps> time for this Hello, dear. Oh, hello, dear. How have you been? I've been a little bit under the weather. And so have I, funnily enough, funnily yes, enough. Yes. But I've, I've been trying, trying to get a to sort of knock the thing on the head, you see. Yes, well, what, what have you been, um, been trying for that thing? Well, you, you know, that's the obvious. You have some paracetamol, you have the strepsils, you have the, 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 the lemsips. Yeah. Have... Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you start moving on to the alcohols. You get to sherry the uh, cosmopolitan. Yes, uh, sherry and oh, vodka and sherry. Vodka, another sherry. Well, exactly, because alcohol is good for killing germs. Well, oh, exactly, they, they put it in the hand wash, therefore put it in yourself. Yeah, they put it in the mouth wash to kill the germs in your mouth. Exactly. So, by my, by my myself metric, more the... alcohol better. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm having a sherry and at five. Well, exactly, and uh, what I've heard is that rest and relaxation are the best thing for recovery... And the amount of sherry I've had, I can't get out of this chair, so I'm going to be resting and relaxing whether I like it or not. Absolutely, dear, absolutely. Oh, dear. It is very important to make sure we look after ourselves with a little <laughs> glass of sherry. a <laughs> yes, little, One. little One. glass of sherry. Yes, yes. Hair of the doctor that bit me. <laughs> oh. Order, 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 order. I'm going to regret this voice any minute. Oh, I order, think so, order. Too. <laughs> Uh, it's time we started cracking down on crime. Oh, I, I've heard that people want us to be tough on crime. What, what sort of crimes do you have in mind? Well, uh, let's see. Um, they what they want us to crack down on. T- Dodging? No, 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 no. Uh, polluting? No, no, no. Uh, the, the way uh, private companies have been mismanaging uh, the infrastructure? Oh, God, no, that's profitable for us when they give us the paybacks. As uh, my husband actually manages exactly, all that I one. know! Uh, the, the COVID parties? Oh, God, no, those, those are a right laugh. Uh, breaching restrictions uh, during COVID? Oh, no, no, well, well, For them, yes. For us, no. Cronyism. Oh, God, no. Where would I be without cronyism? I wouldn't have a job. Yeah, absolutely. My uncle's cousin didn't get this job for nothing. All right, let's see. Uh, That's, uh... uh, What about that one confirmed case of voter fraud at the last election? Oh, that one that voted in favour of our party. Yes. Well, I mean, we're not gonna crack down on the people voting for our party, but yeah. we'd surely use it as an excuse to crack down on the other party's ability to vote. I'm so glad we got that guy to do that. Uh, 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 I'm not ID vote, right, ID vote, I'd id vote, ID. So What have you watched? Um well, I don't think we've talked about having watched uh, Star Trek Prodigy season one yet, have we? That was that was fun. Yeah, uh, it is a, I believe, Nickelodeon uh, sort of CGI animated kids show in that sort of vein of like a, um, the, a- the animated Clone Wars sort of vein, I think. Um, the second Clone Wars, not yes, the original Clone the Wars? the second Clone Wars, sorry, to be clear. Um, following a group uh, of youngsters who have escaped from a prison colony... Um, on a what is clearly what, what appears to be a like a like a, a Federation starship that is meant to be used as a training vessel and has a little hologram of Janeway on it, mm-hmm. and they're trying to work out how to suddenly deal with having control of a starship that they didn't before, and not knowing what they should do with that, and also not being taken back into custody to be in this prison colony and also the fact the whole thing of the prison colony is that none of them share a language yes without any kind of translation ability such as we usually see in star trek they cannot communicate with each other which has to be very isolating indeed so this ship is not only you know the first time this crew has come together but the first time they've been able to communicate with any of the other prisoners and it's a sweet little series oh, oh. um, With some beautiful character design Yeah, some of the early Character choices are a little bit grating And I understand what they're doing They're setting up deliberate, very clear Archetypes so that they can do something With them. There's a couple of characters I found A little annoying, but I They were d- clearly doing so deliberately to, to work towards something Which I th- I think worked the story Stories have all been very good yeah. so far I've really enjoyed um, them yeah, I I I like this very different story in the Star Trek world, and we need more of that. I yeah, and it it feels like it's a whereas Lower Decks felt like what if Star Trek Family Guy? Yes, um, this definitely feels like what if we didn't patronize kids, but it was Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, it's. Like there's, it's there's dark a, in places. Yeah, like there's a little bit of there's a little bit of gross out humour occasionally and a little bit of like lowest denominator humour. But yeah, there are some there are some heavy dark moments. Mm-hmm. There are some surprisingly heavy hits in there. Yeah. And like it's worth going through. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm like I wasn't I wasn't sold immediately, but there were a few episodes a little way in where I was like, Oh, I see where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Prodigy, well worth a go. Don't yeah. be put off by like if the first couple of episodes don't grab you, it's worth persisting. I think. I think. I think by the time they found the ship, you're probably going to know whether you like it or not. I think so. Yeah. Um. What about you? What have you watched? Um. Well, we watched uh, most of the um sort of everything up to the more recent batch of Discovery episodes. Yes, we haven't watched any of season four yet, yeah. and we watched up to. What I feel like seven, is, I think? yeah, the big cliffhanger Yes, arrived. Um, there is a new episode up uh, yeah. as of last Wednesday. But We've, there's at least one we haven't seen as of recording, but um, I, st- I still think Discovery is some of the best Star Trek in the years. Absolutely. I don't understand the people that are like, it's not Star Trek. I'm like, it's great, it's wonderful. And it's, great. Um, it's very Star Trek, and it's amazingly gay, and I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's... Season four has been doing a really good job of, like, exploring character arcs and giving, like, there's been some really good emotional back and forths going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I am so on tender hooks about where things are going, and I could, okay, look, the big cliffhanger we've reached, I kind of saw that the person involved was going to be involved, saw it a mile off, the execution was still real good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I continue to be a big fan of Discovery. Yeah. I, I think it's a, a great series. The visual effects are amazing. Mm-hmm. The music's really good. The characters are really nicely written. Yeah. Um, I feel a great connection to a lot of the characters, which has certainly been lacking from
1: some yeah. of the others.
0: I mean, considering that I never really even watched Enterprise. Yeah. I watched a couple of episodes was like... you. This is a Star Trek series that got me to care about more than the um the surrogate character that um is the lone isolated one like usually you can get me to care about the the a i doctor or the uh or the oh you're the last one of your species or mm. you're the android to get me to care about the rest of them is takes work yes <laughs> um and I think they' one thing I think they've done really well this season is um character arcs where there are things left unsaid and there's like awkward silence Mm. without it feeling like they're just padding for time of like they've had very good portrayal of nuanced we don't know how to talk about this yes in ways that vary and don't stagnate and do move the plot forward and i think that's a very difficult thing to pull off it hasn't been rushed it hasn't been um It hasn't felt like padding, as you say, when Mm. when they do need to have those pause moments. Yeah. A a good use of uh, moments of silence and consideration. Also, I think that episode with uh, Tilly and the trainee students might be one of my favourite Star Trek episodes Mm. ever. It was very well done. Oh, yes. It was so... I was caught off guard. It was good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm very much enjoying that. Yay. What else have you watched? Um, well, we watched Venom Let There Be Carnage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, an enjoyable enough time with some homoerotic overtones Mm -hmm. and a fight scene at the end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's probably spoilers, I'm not going to mention that. Yeah. Something that was set up and then just wasn't paid off. Yeah. And... I still think that's being set up for something. I feel like it's being set up to go this universe it can that that can connect yeah. so that something future can do that. Maybe. I think I think they're just trying to set that groundwork but um if what you liked about the first venom movie was um, it basically being a romantic comedy about Venom and Eddie Brock. This mm. is basically that. This is oh, yeah. a, this is a romantic comedy. It is a romantic comedy about um, the first breakup after you move in, uh, after a couple have moved in together, and not feeling like they've worked out what their shared experience is yet, mm. and going off and trying different things, and realizing actually I'm much happier with you. It's a sick. It's a sitcom rom-com. It's a rom-com plot that just happens to be about a carnivorous alien and a news reporter man. Yeah. Um, it's over the top and cheesy as all hell. Yeah. Um, Woody Har- Harrelson's uh, performance I'm, in I'm it. not tasty scenery. <sighs> He's he he's he's doing similar levels of scenery chewing to um, uh, Green Goblin, yes. Spider-Man, um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. He's Willem Dafoe levels of chewing the scenery, oh, yeah. and I love it. I I think that his performance helps carry the film. Like, there's not much in the way of actual superhero plot, but his his performance, as well as the Eddie and Ben and back back and forth, real nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? What else do you watched? Um, I particularly like the club scene in that. Oh, the club scene's great. <laughs> the, the club scene is great. <laughs> um, I th- I think anyone who might have been harboring any thoughts that this isn't really, really homoerotic... I mean, <laughs> at the end, they... Uh, look, this film's been out for a little while. They literally say I love you to each other at the end. Have to mean anything homosexual, they I'm, were roommates. I mean, they were roommates, <laughs> but also when you pair that with the fucking club scene, which oh, yeah, the directors have described in interviews as oh, yeah, this is it, this is um, Venom's coming out scene, absolutely. And I'm like, hell, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Drop some Mandy at the club and go uh-huh. tell everyone how I love, you. I've, I love you, you're all perfect. I'm an <laughs> alien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is a forgettable film that I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> it's 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 fun popcorn trash, and yeah. I'm glad we took the time to watch it. It's I if I hadn't watched it, I wouldn't have missed anything of great importance to the world. But I had a very fun time watching it. I was mostly just curious as as one of the things that I haven't watched that I I hadn't intended to do specifically yeah, to I not have gotten around to it. Unlike the. The new one that's coming out with the vampire guy. Oh, Morbius. Morbius. Don't um, care. Don't want to watch anything with that no. together, innit? Um, that being said, I have... I saw the end of a trailer for the new Doctor Strange. Oh, yes. And as much as, you know, um, Benedict Cumberbatch, eh. Um, Indeed. This feels like it's going to be a real important film for pulling together a lot of stuff that's been happening. Indeed. Yeah. We don't have to pay money to see it wink <laughs> we can wait until it's on streaming services indeed wink agatha dot gif uh have you watched anything else um i watched an interesting video on youtube called the top secret plan to explode a nuclear bomb in yorkshire that seems like a bad idea yeah uh, on the tom scott youtube channel um i won't go into too much detail um, it's the sh- only a short video. Actually. It's only a short video. The short version, um, the plan was not to d- drop a nuke from the air onto Yorkshire, but they were going to dig a very deep hole, for a reason I will leave you to find out, explode a nuke underground, and then that was going to maybe, maybe solve a problem? Except no, there'd be a bunch of radiation down there that completely undoes the point of this. What? It took them like two years to realise that there would be radiation in the hole they made by exploding a nuke underground. Geniuses. Yes. So go watch that. It's a fascinating if video. they'd asked anyone local. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Any, any, anyone local. There's a lot of engineers there. <laughs> a lot of very smart thinkers. I mean, these were the smart thinkers. The... the Nuclear nuclear bombs at the time were not well understood, uh, and they were still working out what they could or could not do with one. Can we explode one underneath Yorkshire? No. <laughs> the answer no. turns out no. Uh, what about you? Did you watch anything else? Uh, I watched the most recent series of Doctor Who, uh, season thirteen. How how was? Um, I enjoyed Jodie's Doctor, but yeah, I don't think. She has been given the best of script, uh, scripts, generally it's, speaking. It's, it's the same problem I had with Capaldi. I love the performance, oh, but the God, stories yeah. are trash. I, I preferred the stories in season 13 yeah. than I did to most of Capaldi. There was a couple of really good Capaldi episodes. Yeah. Capaldi clearly had a good version of the Doctor that just wasn't being... Didn't have the right people writing it. I also felt like he was completely hamstrung by Clara, who I... Absolutely hate it as a oh, character. Uh, Clara, I, I hated by the end. Her narrative wrap up was infuriating. Yes. What I want when she was announced, just to sidetrack for a second, when she was announced, I got it in uh, as an act. Uh, that she was going to be the new companion. I was so sure we were getting Dalek companion because that's the first time she showed up in the mm. show as an actress was being the that that Dalek. That would have been fascinating. Yeah. I give me a weird alien companion. Give me a Dalek. Especially a Dalek, a Dalek after yeah. all these years. I, I would care about Doctor Who if you gave me a Dalek companion. I'm the Doctor. I'm here to help. Here is my friend, a Dalek. Yeah, don't panic. I know that Daleks are real bad. Because it would create a built-in tension everywhere the Doctor went. They could have had, like, a whole Dalek going undercover scene. Yeah. <sighs> they, they could have done I a lot know. with it, but they did not do it. Well, if if season thirteen is better, I might watch it while I work at some point soon. I'd mean just very. You will have to deal with John Bishop as one of the uh, oh, companions, of, co- of course, because <laughs> uh, they've moved largely from Liverpool to uh, from from Yorkshire to Liverpool now. So, well. <laughs> uh um it was all it was all right and then i watched a bunch of um john pertwee era doctor who yes you did because i realized i haven't like watched full chunks i've seen episodes here and there i've seen stories here and there yeah um so this was like i'm just gonna watch all of three at some point yeah and i've watched like the first three stories so far Yay. We've had some Santarans. We've had some Silurians. Yay. Um, yeah, we've, it's it's been interesting so far. We've had uh, a- aliens from... I think they were from Mars. <laughs> there was a whole thing about radiation. Um, <laughs> you can tell that this is one of the series where the BBC were like, fuck, no budget. Yeah. You do not get a gra- gravel quarry and, and uh, <laughs> lens gels. You're not gonna we're not gonna color grade an, an entire gravel quarry just for you. You're gonna stay in in and around BBC buildings. <laughs> the, we'll get we'll also get you like a yellow model A or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's the first time I've ever seen an episode with Bessie in. Ah. Proving just yeah. how little Bert we have seen. Indeed, I I used to rent Death to the Daleks an awful lot as a kid mm-hmm. uh, from from our local All Star Video, and it was a cool and weird and fucked up episode and it had the Daleks in and that was very cool. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I really know about Pertwee uh, outside of that is that he hated jargon stuff, which is yes. why he's best known for using the phrase reversing polarity in the neutron flow because <laughs> <laughs> it was the only one he was willing to say. Yeah. There's a lot of reversing the polarity. <laughs> uh, what about you? Have you watched anything um, else? The only other thing I've watched really was uh, we re- we rewatched Aliens with uh, Fee we and did Steph. we watched the 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 theatrical trailer, yes. the theatrical version. Um, not a huge difference, but there definitely are a few things that hit less well in the theatrical cut. I think so. Yeah. Not knowing that, um, knowing that our our lead has a has a daughter who she's missed her whole life and not gotten to see. Plus, getting to see more of the setup for Newt, and also really just helps. like the fact that they were colonists and they yeah. did have like a whole proper yeah. community, G- getting a sense of what's been lost. Yes, before just seeing the chaos. Yeah, I mean, um, don't get me wrong, there is something quite stark about seeing the and they got there and the, all there was was some barricades that had yeah. clearly failed. Yeah, and I don't think it necessarily like it ruins anything. It's just a different kind of experience. Yeah, it, um, it's very different. Yeah. But like, that, that said, I still think Aliens is great. It's, it's a great film. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful film. I think it does, I think it does a really good job of giving, like, the right amount of very small introduction to a very large ensemble cast so that you can care about the first wave of carnage that happens mm-hmm. and then focuses in on the correct group of people to follow. Mm-hmm. And I think that despite being a bigger, more dramatic action film where there's more just shoot the thing as it comes at you and that's enough, the emotional heart of the film's real good. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you? You watched anything else? Uh, That is everything I've watched. Well then, time for this. Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, uh, do you sometimes um, find yourself going and and trying to get just get back into things when you're not really ready to go back you've like you've been ill and you're like it's okay i'm 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 not literally in a puddle on the floor anymore therefore i can get back to my keyboard you are literally describing me precisely the Mm -hmm. exact me Yes. yes yes well would you like a little foam hand to boop you on the snoot and tell you to get back to bed I mean, I wouldn't like that, but I could probably do with that. Well, today's sponsor is the Rest and Recovery Alarm. It's a foam hand and a speaker, and it tells you to go back to bed if you've been working too much while. Oh, you're... oh, yeah, oh. a oh. boop on the snoot. There. Oh. oh, yeah, let give me another boop on the snoot. Uh, I'll finish this podcast. and I'll go have a lie down. It seems it's puts... tentatively getting ready to boot me again. It's wagging the finger at you. Okay. I'll I'll if if I don't if I don't as soon as the podcast's done you can I'll I'll get booped again. Okay, I understand. How did it narrow its non-existent eyes at us? I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know. But if you feel that you need some the little pointer uh <laughs> uh to, to remember to take care of yourself when you're ill even if you are Sort of a freelancer. Try the rest and recovery alarm at restandrecoveryalarm.lol.net. dot I, I see you. I see you. Somehow narrowing your eyes at me, eyeless. It's amazing how it does that. Yeah. All right. Um. Hello. Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, up to much? Oh, I'm just at home. You know, pottering about. Yeah, what would you uh what would you be doing if I was there? I don't know, it depends what our shared interests are. Do you like uh board games, video games, um, watching films? Oh I like games. Maybe oh. we could play something together. Oh well that's nice. Well I've got um I've I've got of Quendlinburg and uh Clank and uh Oh Clank you like chains, is it? Are you, are you into that? I mean, I had a wallet chain on my jeans back in the late 90s. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, um... You, you, you doing anything later? Oh, not much. Just sort of sitting around on my computer, you know, just relaxing. Oh, yeah, you like you know, to relax. Maybe we could relax. Maybe we could relax together. Do something, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, yes, but you still haven't told me what our shared interests are, and I don't know what we would do if we spent time together, so who knows? Anyway, I've got to uh, stop stop messaging now. I've got to head off for a shower. Oh, I could, I could join you in the shower. I don't think there's enough room. It's a very small cubicle. Yeah. We'd have a very difficult time washing. It, 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 this, isn't like this is what I was like open for. <laughs> so what have you put in your ears um not a huge amount i've been doing a lot of podcast catch up um Mm -hmm. i finally properly started listening to some taz ether c um once i got through the uh the the long year prologue Mm -hmm. with the maps Mm -hmm. um i really like it yeah it it feels like what i enjoyed about balance And I don't know whether this will stay the same, but it seems to have hit a little bit of a stride of they're just having fun playing with characters and not trying as hard to instantly hit the narrative beats and make the early episodes be like end of multiple arcs, end of series stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm enjoying being kind of back into the adventure zone. And it's been a while. Like, I really haven't. I fell off that train hard. And I'm kind of getting back on, on, on the rails, which mm. is nice. Um, I'm hoping I can stick with it. Because if it stays like this, I'm having fun. Um, but other than that, a couple of, couple of little bits. Um, I listened to a track that I've listened to before, but only really a live recording of it, mm. uh, called What's a Devil to Do by Harley Poe. Um, it is a sort of folk punk track that plays around with... Um, what if you were... B- it it's sort of like what if you were born knowing you were the Antichrist but you wanted to be a good person, like you know that you are not destined for that and that you it's going to be very difficult to happen. But you know, I don't want to be that. I just am. A uh, neat little track. Um, I listened to a lot of just protesty punk tracks because I was feeling angry and protesty. Mm-hmm. Um, that is in large part because I was writing a I was writing an article about the protest last month and. I got very um, the energy of the lesbians that stormed the six o'clock news Mm -hmm. level protesting energy, and was listening to some just that kind of that kind of music, and a track that I kind of wanted to bring up again that I've talked about before: "Gender Is Boring" by She Her Hers, Mm -hmm. um, which is just like an acoustic one one person and guitar track about identifying as a trans woman and navigating the weird space that is relationship to the binary or not and like the you know those questions of what does it mean when i say that i am a woman what is you know am i reinforcing a binary through my identity and you know those kind of questions that you ask a few years into into transition sometimes it's a nice track and it it plays around in that space nicely Um, What about you? What have you listened to? Um, I have listened to a couple more episodes of the SCP Archives. Mm. They are currently working through, I think it's a five or six part series um, Mm. called uh, Serapis. And it's um, going, so it starts off in uh, 2021 Mm. and it's a uh, particular story about one specific area. But in that episode, they're scattering things about... Stuff has happened here in the past, and we should look into that. But, uh, and it starts primarily as a, a group of people need to go underground and uh investigate something. Hmm. Uh, I think it's something to do with they drain a lake and then they go through a tunnel system under the lake, mm. and then bad things happen, and they're like, run away, fill the lake in. Ah. Um, And as part of that, somebody is sent, uh, somebody is reactivated as an uh, investigator Mm. and sent to investigate the thing as a whole, um, which sort of sets the the wider narrative. Um, Then there's 1997, which was part two, and that was about a um, a skiing resort that was being built and Mm. there hadn't been... um, and it wasn't sort of an area known for its skiing but the the people who'd got involved were like this is really good powder we can we could really get something going up here and then kind of realized that it didn't have any um like built in uh, infrastructure so they okay. sort of budgeted to build a hotel and budgeted to build um sort of facilities and stuff but they hadn't in considered things like Getting running water, water And electricity, and, electricity up there, yeah. and stuff like that. Um and all the issues. And there is sort of another plot going on with uh, a murder and that's two people not F- not um SCP, mm. uh they are FBI unusual incidents team or something. Yeah. And they're sent up there to investigate and they talk about how, you know, we've seen some weird shit. Mm. Um and and their investigation around that murder. And I'm guessing maybe that's connected to the first story somehow. And Sort of. There's yeah. also mention of... Uh, there's a lot more mention in this one than there was on, in the first one of a military base. Mm. There's sort of one passing comment in the first one. Uh, in the second one, there was like a lot of, oh yeah, the military used to be up here and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, I get the impression the third one is probably going to be about the military base. Although it's okay. dated 1992, that one's okay. gone up today. So we're sort of a um, chance to listen to it. So we're sort of going backwards in time with somewhat connected stories. Yes, it's all about the same area. Yeah, and suspected okay. the same SCP. Yes, yeah. they're not saying what that is yet. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Let, let us know how that An goes. An interesting idea for a, a series, and yeah. I've been enjoying the first two episodes of that so far. I'm curious to hear how the rest go. Have you listened to anything else? Ah, uh, no, that's it for me, really. Um, well, I've got a couple of little <gasps> extra bits. Ooh. Uh, we listened to King Punch. <gasps> we did! We saw King Punch live! We did. Um, I very much enjoy them playing. They put on a very good energetic show. And you are um, very energetic to them. Yeah, I was right up the front having a proper good knees up and about. There was a little mosh pit going uh, yeah. for a bit. Um, it was very nice. I was, I was sat on some stairs uh, a little later and one of the band came past and was like, they came and thanked me for, for being so sort of energetic and having such a good time up front. I was like, He's me, yeah. You're yeah. very energetic up front. I, I like they they hit that soft that sweet spot between Scar and Rock that just like I'm very ready to have a go at it. Mm-hmm. Um and they've got a they do a very good live set in terms of like pacing their very fast ones with some sort of slightly slower ones between to, you know, go, right, here's the one. Energy, 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 energy. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of hours later, I went and saw a um, Buffalo Wake Buffalo or Buffalo's Wake, Wake rather, yeah. uh, who are more in the Scar slash Balkan rather yes. than Scar slash Rock, yeah. although they did do a. Uh scar, uh scar version of a rock track, though I forget which one now. Oh, what was what was the cover that um, King Punch did? It was a Nirvana track. Um, oh, Lithium. Lithium, yeah. It was it was a good cover of Lithium. Crowd went wild. Yeah, yeah. There, um, I was up the front with another trans femme, just fucking screaming our heart out at that, having a Heck great yeah. time. Oh. It was a good night um, yeah. And then I went off and listened to um, A set by A DJ set by Beauty in the beat She was doing like I suppose it's probably techno Yeah Verging on techno It was just It wasn't quite as busy in that room as usual Yeah but It was just like nice to get a bunch of people Not too loud Just playing some really hard sort of Yeah Aggie techno with, beats with to a, just stomp it out With a crowd that wasn't too aggie Absolutely Yeah They were lovely in fact uh, yeah, it was a really nice time, and yeah. we got to listen to lots of really good music. Yeah, and I think that's the last time we were healthy as well. <laughs> um, I got to be in the corridor where they played the late night rock music as well, and I made some friends belting it out to some mid two thousands rock. Heck yeah! Well, I think that's everything I've listened to. Well then, <gasps> time for this. Um, I've had a, I've had a, I've had a realization. I need to talk to someone about this. Yeah. Oh hey hi hi oh is your voice gone yeah oh that's good that's good i have i have i have world breaking information for you um so i lost my voice last week and i couldn't podcast yeah and so i didn't podcast oh i've been trying to record one all day well well see here's the thing the world didn't stop spinning sure yeah i took a week off from podcasting and the world was okay but what if everyone leaves me and forgets i exist and the algorithm is unpleased i mean i i thought the same i thought the same 17 podcasts a week i thought that you know that's that's like missing 17 weeks of one podcast missing one week of 17 at least but no it was fine Anyway, I brought you this um go back to bed rest alarm with the little waggy finger. Oh, I put my snoo. boop Oh my snoo. Okay, I'm going. How does it do that with his eyes? Okay. Out. I'm going. Do you know what day it is today? <gasps> Oh, it's the 15th of February, isn't it? 15th of February. (gasps) Oh, I know what that means. Cheap chocolate. Cheap chocolate. Cheap chocolate. (gasps) How do you say I love you with this 17p chocolate heart? I'm going to eat all the chocolate that's here because you didn't give it to someone else because you loved them. Oh, this one says, I love you very much. I love you very much. (gasps) Oh. Thank you. Well, this one also says I love you very much. Ow. There you go. Mm, I love mm. your prices very much, oh, chocolate. I very no, much. Six pence, that. Oh, heck. It's, it's got fondant in the middle. Look at that one. It's a very specific niche one about metamores. Looks nichely delicious. Deli- I mean, it fit deliciously Fum into num. a niche in my tum-tum. On the num. What about... Oh, oh, oh. Now... I see we're we're starting to slither down into the the Easter section here, and yet this was on sale because it was labelled Valentine's. Will you be my Valentine chocolate egg? Oh, I see. Yes, will you be my Valentine chocolate egg? For some reason, oh, nom, nom, um, nom. Nom. the egg of love. <laughs> love has laid an egg for you. Mm. Oh, this one's got. This one's got other sweeties inside. <gasps> oh. And they're all little heart-shaped. <gasps> uh, I'm not oh. sure why they needed to be individually wrapped, but... Oh, I, mean, I mean, a day past Valentine's chocolate, you're my Valentine. Mm-hmm. 21p. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's the most romantic time of the year. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Social Justice Warriors. Social Justice Warriors? Yeah... All right, Larry. Right, Barry. How are you doing? Uh, not well, mate. Not well. I'm also, I am also not well. Uh, uh, well I, look, I had some work I was meant to do, and yeah, I know I know. Yeah. I said we were going to hang out tonight. But no, no, no. Totally, no. I'm, I feel like I need a self-care night. I think I need to take oh, the night you, off. And you, just... should, you should absolutely have one, mate. Is it very important that you, you need to take care of yourself and not push yourself too hard? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know how it can be, especially when you are, you know... Someone who does a lot of work outside of perhaps a salary job where you yeah. might get things like sick pay that it can feel like you have to keep working constantly even through the illest times. Exactly, and it can, you know, social stuff as well, you know, you can feel like, oh I don't want to let anyone down by having against some social obligations, but sometimes you just have to recognise you're unwell and it's okay to give yourself space to heal. And no one's going to be upset at you for that. Absolutely, mate. You uh, you, uh, you, you, get yourself off to bed, yeah. you mate, mate, Very, mate. very short hug. Oh, short sure. hug, yeah, mate. Oh. 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 Well, Just I hope, hope, you yeah. hope you feel better. I hope you feel better. I'm going to pop the kettle on and get myself like a nice hot lemon. Do you, want, do you want Oh, one? yeah, that should be really good. Get a and lemon, then I'll, I'll I'll head back to bed after that. Yeah, yeah. You, I'll, I'll come tuck you in, mate. Oh, mate. thanks. Thanks. Nice. So, Laura... Yes we've got a book and you've got another book we do we'll talk about the one we got together first it's yeah. called who wants the whale uh is it's about the video game industry uh a year a year in the life of a pa who's gotten a job at their their, their dream triple a game development studio supremacy software yeah and which has, you might know from this show indeed and has suddenly realized oh no capitalism bad for games Um, And navigating a year in that workplace. Uh, It is available to pre-order. We we know when it's probably coming out, but uh, it's all the balls are rolling. Um, You can pre-order it on Unbound. It'll, at some point in the near future, be available to pre-order other places, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, You can get signed copies and copies with all sorts of backer awards on Unbound, though. Yeah, cool snazzy merch. Yeah. Swag Bundle oh, well Swag uh, Bundle, I know, right I'm going to turn up to so many conventions In fake video <laughs> company t-shirts uh, I'm here from Supremacy, so Yeah, exactly um, Yeah, the, the book that I've got at the moment That releases on August 18th Is Me and My Dysphoria Monster Which is uh, It's beautiful It's an illustrated children's book Trying to sort of explain Gender dysphoria in Child appropriate and child understandable language so that people who are going through that as children have language to talk about what they're experiencing, but also so that if you're an adult that, you know, has young relatives who are asking questions, that you have some language that might be useful to explain to them, and... I'm very proud of that book, and it comes out on August 18th, and I really hope people check it out, because i am it's beautiful and it's lovely. It really is. And you should yeah. be proud of it. It's awesome. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm on Laura K. Buzz everywhere. I'm not going to go into the whole spiel today, because voice. Uh, Laura K. Buzz everywhere. What, what about you, Jane? Streaminglinks.com slash janiac. J-A-N-E-I-A-C. For as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash Stone Radio you can help me justify a 76 hour work week even when i'm dying yeah. because it's the joy of being independent yep the the work doesn't stop just because you do uh, although we did i didn't stream last week and we didn't yeah. do a last week but even so there, there there is the stress of not having done the work indeed i know <laughs> it well <Ooh. laughs> I didn't do the work. Oh no. Oh no. I think that's everything. Laura, will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger.